0: No Man Should Ever Walk Alone, with Danny Frawley for Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. And now, i with Steve.
1: It is five minutes past nine, and wonderful to welcome in the St Kilda champion, Danny Frawley, for another edition of No Man Should Walk Alone. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. Hello, Spud. Good evening, Jack. Great to have you back,
2: mate. I missed you last week. Parco filled in, but... There's nothing like you, mate. But um, <laughs> flattery will get you everywhere. No, this show. no it's been a, it's been a good week. We got some really good feedback from last week, where we, we focused on the heart, and um, it was interesting. Um, a lot of people text in, they called in, and so we want we want listeners to um, get on the text
1: machine or or call up nine four two nine eleven sixteen or oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen right across the hour.
2: Because our theme our theme tonight is. Um, Hypertension, which we'll get Dr. Noel Duncan, uh, the leading physiologist for the stars, to talk about that. I, I just used to call it high blood pressure, but <laughs> now you know we've got this sexy name about hypertension. So we'll talk to Noel about that. But the facts are, there's fourteen thousand strokes um, will be experienced by Victorians this week, one, one every nine minutes in Australia. So, and Noel's going to come on and talk about eighty percent of them can be prevented. You know, and education in the past obviously is something that we all ignored. Men being very stoic and stubborn, Jack. So um yep. looking forward to seeing Noel and then we're going to to get uh Rowan Davison in after that to talk about uh Winslow construction. They had a great initiative last week where they got a, a, one of their big katos painted blue. Um, all about the beyond blue, get this conversation started because again, construction workers, um the the, the mental health issues in that area is, is double what it is in a lot of other workplaces. Mm. So that'll be great. And of course, Emily Brabron and uh, Robbie Cr- Code, you'll be happy to hear Emily f- for the first time,
1: Jack. It's been a while since we've heard yeah. Emily's voice. And if we'd love to hear your voice throughout the show, nine four two nine eleven sixteen or 0433 98 1116. Now, I haven't seen you for a little while yeah. um, because uh, since we did breakfast together a few yep. weeks ago, we've sort of been like ships in the night. But we have. how's the post-bike riding fitness going no, for you? Because no that took a no fair good. bit out of you, that bike ride. No good. No good. No good. <laughs> No, I've got to start practicing
2: what I preach. <laughs> the dog's going well. I've uh, I've started jogging with the dog, so that, that, that was a big reality check. You can walk all day once you start running, and then I'll run up a little um, anthill um, tonight <laughs> before I come in here. So I've got a fair bit of work to do, Jack, but it, uh, half an hour a day. Yeah. don't have to break any records. Um, obviously, what you eat on the plate ends up, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm trying hard getting there. Footy season in the winter, as you know, it's a little bit tough. I've kept away from the party pies and the sausage rolls for the last two weeks. So that's... Aren't they a trap? That's a start. I don't go in there now. That's the thing. I bring my lunch, get in there, get some water, because if I go in that, uh, you know, beautiful health food there, isn't it? <laughs> Just the old <laughs> yeah. sausage rolls. You wouldn't eat them, really, if you knew how they made them. It's uh, uh, all the slops off the floor. Yeah, and then, then even, even how yourself. they're reheated at the no, venues. They great.
1: they don't feel you full of confidence. Not great, but
2: um, if, if you've got to eat something, obviously you can do for a while, but... No, looking forward to um, speaking to Noel Duncan. And about the, the Stroke Foundation, they do a hell of a lot of work. and It was was National Stroke Day last Thursday, actually, Jack, and um, Noel's company, Sisu Wellness. We may as well get Noel on. What do you think? Well, he's,
1: he's sitting here waiting for us. He's sitting us. Right so he's, he's, waited, evening, he's waited the best part of four minutes yeah. to be welcomed in. Hello, Noel.
3: Thank you, Jack. Good, uh, good evening, Spud. Yeah. I'm interested you've made your own lunch. Did you make no, your own no, lunch? no, I bought it. But bought it was
2: was nice and healthy. Um, Jack, I... We're working well, but I thought you were going to introduce Noel. That's why I kept sort of No, I was, but we were just having a general nah, conversation. Aren't? Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, Noel, and then you said, well, we'll just introduce him now. So away we go. Now, Noel, your company, Sisu Wellness, was uh, behind um, helping promote the Stroke Foundation in uh, everyone getting their blood pressure last Thursday. So how many did you get to... Well, blood pressure.
3: We uh, we've published a little bit of uh, research about uh, 521,000 people who have done a blood pressure check over the last year, and the Stroke Foundation and uh, diabetes, and uh, and also a a number of uh, not-for-profits do an amazing job in this country preventing disease. But we published a study with uh, 521,000 blood pressure results, and I guess the theme of tonight is just to everyone you know know what their blood pressure is, so we can prevent uh, prevent disease.
2: And out of that uh, over half a million, what, what, what type of stats did you come up with? What was it, 1%, 2% had high blood pressure? Well,
3: we actually found 16%, Spud, um, in general. Ooh. So we had 18% men and 14% women um, had high blood pressure. But, um, you know, and we also were able to identify some of the uh, the pockets of risk um, in Victoria and, um, and, and then we were able to send, um, identify what we need to do in those particular areas.
2: And, and blood pressure, hypertension... Um, that That is more, you're more susceptible to have a stroke if you've got high blood pressure than Absolutely. a heart attack. You can still have a heart attack, but yep. obviously um, the strokes uh, are pretty big with, Big blood
3: pressure. Yep, yep. Abnormally high blood pressure, but yeah. about 130 over 90 um, millimetres of mercury is what we would do. We would probably use as the guide. And you know, if you can go off to your, to your local pharmacy or to your GP, have your blood pressure checked, it'll certainly go a long way to uh, preventing disease. There
1: you go, Jack. What about, Warehouse? You can do that. Mate. Yeah, I, you know, I need anything? to uh, get that looked at. It's in the family, and that's the thing. That's why it's I was in interested. Your family? It is okay. absolutely in my family. That's why I was interested to to know that you're coming in tonight, Noel, because. I'm at that age now, sort of mid-30s, where it's in your family and I probably should be starting to get it monitored more regularly, shouldn't
3: I? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, Jack. At least, you know, once a quarter, you should be going and getting your, your blood pressure checked right? and then uh, and then monitoring it, and it's really easy to do. And look, there's a few things we can't do in terms of preventing it, and unfortunately, you know, our par- who we chose as our parents and our age are two things we can't do, but there's a lot of things we can do to prevent it, that's for sure.
2: So with that, um, what, are, what are a couple of simple things? Is it... I've heard dropping weight
3: will drop your, your blood pressure. Absolutely. Um,
2: not necessarily, but they say that's yep. a big, yep. and, and someone told me salt. An excess of salt.
3: Yes, yeah, certainly. The, the World Health Organization have put out a, a bit of research to show that uh, the salt uh, is, a, is certainly a um, an indicator for, for high blood pressure. But it, look, it's the standard thing, Spud. You know, your your exercise, your, your diet, your alcohol, um, quitting smoking, um, just the standard lifestyle risk factors. Um, so you're very welcome to join us tomorrow morning for a walk or a run if, uh, if no, I've you want. There you go, board, Spud. Yeah,
2: I've got my Border Collie. I get up every morning yeah, nice, at 6. Very it's very, well. uh, very good for an hour. Um no, the Stroke Foundation website, you've, yep. you've brought in a couple of, uh, is there seven steps? Is it seven or eight? Yeah, look, there's, there's a number. Of,
3: there's some great There's some great things on the Stroke Foundation um, website. And certainly if you jump on this, but it'll give you the seven sort of steps to uh, to preventing stroke. or. Well, to, let's walk to, through them, mate. Well, all right, we can do that. You're
2: talking too much. I want to know more facts. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you put him under the pump he, no, had his, no, he had his notes all in order exercise and now him
3: exercise number one okay alright
2: so, so what we're talking Mount, Mount Everest right, right around yeah, the bay just being what? sensible
3: just being sensible half you an know, hour listen to your body at least half an hour and you've also got to do some um, vigorous exercise yeah, as well as just get, the moderate I'm not
2: being silly I'll, I'll be serious now you get your heart rate up
3: is that right get, you got to get your heart rate up and that's a really important thing you know a lot of people think just going for a walk it's great and, and certainly you've got to work you know listen to your body yeah. as we would always tell the athletes in the day but you've certainly then got to get your heart rate up as well you know you can't just sort of go for the moderate exercise but it's the standard thing spart it's making sure you just don't drink too much make sure you quit smoking okay
2: the drink too much just stop right there because i you know (laughs) it's fair to say sitting at home on saturday night i you know you love watching the footy you sit down there and have a couple of glasses of red now. What, yeah, what are we saying? Moderation, are we
3: for, moderation for you and moderation so for other So one people. or two a day or one a day? <laughs> one a day. Spire. So if you don't have
2: any for six days, can I have
3: seven? No. You can't no, no, stockpile. No, no, you can't. Well, let's have one a day. Hey, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm actually... I'm, I'm learning, Jack. I'm learning. No more than one glass of alcohol a day, according to the Stroke Foundation website. wish. We but they say
2: that's but actually quite beneficial, yeah, one a day.
3: A glass of red, absolutely. Okay. Yep, no doubt.
2: Uh, very good. So, that what, works. Okay, that's, that's a, a a little bit of a tick. I've got, I've got a bit of work to do there, Jack. Uh, the exercise, I reckon I'm... On top of now,
3: you are smoking? You all right? No,
2: no, I haven't, uh, I've, I've smoked probably five or six in my life, and uh, and hated it. So that was, I was very
3: lucky. So that that's a tick. How about you, Jack? Tick, tick. Yep. Yes. Irregular heartbeat. So make sure you check to see okay. your GP to make so sure you with, don't have a so irregular with that, heartbeat. It's called atrial fibrillation. But um,
2: so with that, like yep. we talked about Dylan Robertson last week, his one, his is um, it was just one out of the box. Yep. He had a regular heartbeat, and I think it's something to do with his electronics in there. Yep. Um, so you, you couldn't do that just
3: by checking your own heart rate, could nah, you? you? No, you'll have to go to your GP to have that. But look, you can't. There's, there's a few um, things that you can do. If you, say, for instance, get um, an irregular fast heartbeat, and it's just you know for, for no reason, uh, and it happens on a regular basis, go and chat to your GP about it for sure.
2: So, Jack, uh, Noel was my uh, conditioning coach at Richmond. I think that... It's fair to say, how was my heart rate, my heartbeat sure. going in a few of those games, Noel, sure. telling you a few messages,
3: Noel?
1: How was that going, Noel?
3: It was an education <laughs>
1: <laughs> bet you learnt some words that you didn't know existed, or if you put them together, what they actually meant. I'd love to write a book.
2: Noel, actually, I, to book. Hyper, see, I thought hypertension was stress. Is that? No, that's not right. So, can stress... Hyperline pressure. Yeah, can stress
3: give you high blood pressure. It can, it can. Yes, certainly there's an influence. And that's one of the reasons why we have to make sure that we monitor our stress. It's really, really important. And, that, and, and exercise is a de-stressor. Absolutely, for sure. Every single day, if you can get out there, having a dog is fantastic. Getting well, I didn't realise,
2: on Friday nights, like it was, it's a long day when you're coaching Friday night, and I would say, let's go for a run about one yep. or two o'clock. We'd meet at Richmond, yep. playing at the G. We'd end up running for two hours. <laughs> and I'm saying, mate, what's going on here? I'm absolutely knackered. He said, mate, you're going to think, just don't want you to go off your block tonight. I must admit, <laughs> it used to work, I It used it. to work. I was, I was actually pretty tired, but it is a, good, a, a very good de stressor. So if you're stressed and stressed all the time, does that obviously just affect your, your blood pressure and your whole mood?
3: It's just like running your car. Like yeah. If you're running your car at high revs the whole time, there's a whole, there's a whole range of different things that are going to be affected. And so you've, what you've got to try to do is to, to manage that stress and monitor the stress and identify it and then try to put a few things in place that can actually reduce it. And that's where exercise is fantastic. Um, what about so,
2: just chilling out?
3: Well, chilling out is good, but you certainly have to be able to, you know, train yourself to chill yeah. out as well. A lot of people can't just actually yeah. chill out. I mean, they, that's where sort of meditation and mindfulness yep. and all these different things come in as well. And, you know, going along and doing the odd yoga class can be really beneficial, especially for someone like yourself mm. who can sometimes, you know, get wound up. So no doubt about it.
2: What else have we got there, now?
3: Well, I mean, probably the, the really important things is you know identifying the signs of stroke, you know, because there are, there mm. is a, you know a large you know, incidence there. So, you know, we have a weakness on one side of the body, um, numbness of the face, um, unusual and severe headaches, vision loss, um, numbness and tingling in the fingers, and unsteady when you're walking. And so, you know, it's really important. You get important much that you of get a warning?
2: A, Normally, you don't. Not, do a, it. not a
3: huge warning, but you know, if there's anything, if you're unsure and if something is just um, unusual, just get it seen to straight mm. away. So, no if you wasting.
2: lift both arms up. And one drops. One drops. Yep. Just go, just ring so 911 yep. and get someone to run you into the hospital as ASAP. Or triple zero yeah. in Australia? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, triple zero. <laughs> now, Noel, just on that, that's a very good point, Jack. <laughs> just on that, um, you can actually get, if you have if you do have a stroke, let's touch wood, um, and we'll, you know, as I said, 120,000 stroke survivors. But I'm led to believe if you go in there early enough and get some intervention, um, you can actually be just about hundred percent get over it. Look, it depends. in some cases, in
3: some cases, Spud, you know, it's it's um, you know, I, I think it's it's difficult, sort of, you know, making that. Is claim, it a blood clot? No, it, no. W- it can, it can be. So what, what you have to do is just make sure that you just get a treat because there's so many different forms of it and, and I wouldn't want to kind of like just, you know, put it into the one category. Mm. So, but it's worth talking about um, some of the, the hot spots, I suppose, um, yep. in Victoria, um, being a Victorian show spud. So, and, and a lot of them are in the country and so we need to make sure well, that we're supporting our people out in the country to just go and get to, get their blood pressure checked as often as they possibly can.
2: Sisu Wellness is Noel's company in, in conjunction with the Stroke Foundation, Jack. They've have... Obviously, after the uh, National uh, Stroke Day last week, as Noel talked about, over, over half a million um, blood pressure tests. There's uh, the top 10 hotspots, which unfortunately you don't want to be, you know, um, Sunbury is number one. 34% of people in Sunbury have
1: got high blood pressure. Is there any particular factor for that? I mean, has is is the Isolation science gone or- that far?
3: Not really. What we're going to tr- certainly try to drill down, Jack, and, and identify you know what the particular issues could be um, in those areas. But we certainly do um, understand that, that rural areas are you know, more affected you know at lifestyle-related disease than, than the mm. urban areas. And that's one of the reasons why we really have to try to support those areas as much as we can with various programs. And that's certainly what the Stroke Foundation, Diabetes and, and QUIT are looking to do at the moment.
2: Well, if you're listening out there and you, you come from Sunbury, uh, one, unfortunately, three, Meriburra um you've got seven doveton and eight hazelwood all from victoria so four yeah. out of the top 10 the top 10 from victoria so then they're over 30 percent. so if you're listening out there now just because it, a, a blood pressure test now yep takes about
4: a, yeah.
3: a minute doesn't yeah, it? one or two yeah absolutely so if you um you know go into uh into your, your Pharmacy or your GP, you know, it'll take mm. a, a, probably less than two minutes to get it done. And if you get it done once a quarter, um, write it down or actually put it in. Go onto a, you know our website if you want, and we can track it for you um, anonymously. Um, you can go back as often as you like and do it free of charge. And it's really important that you just do track it and track your body weight yeah. as well. So yeah. Track your body weight and track your blood pressure. They're okay. the two things. So they're the two things. Now, yeah. Jack,
2: you said you've got some some history. Is that um, what your your father, your grandfather? Yeah, your... both.
1: Yeah, stretches. So have had for both. Yeah, strokes or. Or just uh, had high blood pressure. Blood pressure and uh, yeah, those sorts of because complications have, that come with it. Yeah, you can
2: have tablets now, Noel, can't you? If you if you've you sort can. of done all those things and you get to an age, yeah, where you've tried most things, yes, I think certainly. your doctor will give you some. Um, is it blood thinner or something, or? Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah correct. Very good, Spud. Yeah, thank
2: you. Well done,
1: yeah, Doctor yeah. Forallie. Uh, a couple of texts to get to before yeah. we get to the break, Spud. Reese in Adelaide says, "Lads, I play baseball at the Glenelg Baseball Club in Adelaide. Last month." The club organised a day for all members, for all players, families, etc., who came from all the clubs to have free blood pressure, hearing, eyesight, heart health checkups, all for free. Great initiative from the club that lots of other clubs should get behind. It really encouraged the older blokes to get some mm. tests done because the younger fellas harassed them into it. Thanks for your text, Rhys.
2: That's pretty that's good, a great isn't it? Story. Yeah, really, that's really what good. team sport does yeah. sometimes. I think. I think a lot of people. So, oh, team sport, they're down there having a few beers and that. But it's it's a great way to get a message across, I reckon. And a, and the peer group pressure is obviously can be used as a positive more than a negative. People think, oh, yeah. you put pressure on him to, to go out late at night. But the, the peer groups in footy clubs and netball clubs and, you know, women's footy and women's
1: sport netball is outstanding you now, the way they promote these... Um, scenarios. Uh, Noel, one for you off the text. Sodium, is it a big one? Anything that has a really long mm. shelf life can have a high percentage of sodium. Gee. Less processed foods is always best, but even just sussing out the back of the canned products, can they make a difference? Also roll with a no-salt no option when it comes to buying sauces. Thoughts?
3: Yeah, definitely, Jack. Um, 100%. Is, as that way,
1: is that guy a chemist? or? I don't know. No, it's very smart.
2: No, uh, yeah. it's
3: very good. Excellent. No, it's 100%. It's, so no, uh, so if reduce your salt intake for sure. It's one of the big things that the World Health Organisation are pushing at the moment. Try to reduce the so- salt intake, and of course, processed food has so much salt mm. that if we can reduce our amount of processed a lot of breads have so salt. A lot of lot of, yeah, absolutely, which mm. is one of those. Why if you're making your own lunch, it's a super effort, much better than the uh, mm. other processed foods at, uh, at the footy on the Saturdays.
2: So uh, historically, living on the farm, that you know, I can just envision my late father now cooking the barbecue, the salt. The amount of salt that went on the steaks—I <laughs> can tell, tell why they taste good, but yeah, not great. No, no, no it's not, not great. Good. No, not not at all.
3: You can put a bit on though, surely. A l- just a, just look, a bit. Moderation—that's the thing. Yeah. You know, if you have got
1: moderation, I'll wean myself then, off it. Then it's yeah, absolutely the sound of it. slightly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, but just coming back to—if to you do know your blood pressure—in um, in the recent study from the Stroke Foundation with the five hundred and twenty-one thousand people. Um, they found that forty one percent of people who found out what their blood pressure was changed their lifestyle to improve to make some kind Very of improvement. Crazy. So they went and did some exercise, reduced their nu- uh, improved their nutrition, um, and as a consequence their blood pressure did improve. Mm. So knowing it has a has a huge impact. So Jack, after the break,
2: we're actually going to hopefully speak to Jeff White. Yes. Melbourne star that's. Actually had a stroke. So, yeah. uh, and I think he's an ambassador, Noel, for the Stroke Foundation, yeah, which is outstanding. It's you know,
1: little-known story, this yeah. one. Jeff's going to tell us a little bit more after this. Noel Duncan's going to stick with us. It's all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. And a reminder, of course, that all advice is of a general nature. Please consult a medical health professional before making any choices about your health. We'll take a break. Still plenty more to come on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone.
0: No Man Should Ever Walk Alone, with Danny Frawley for Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings.
1: Great to be with you here on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. It's all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, and it is mayhem at Chemist Warehouse with all big brand vitamins and cosmetics at half price. They are wonderful supporters of No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. Now, our next guest, I'm really interested to hear a bit more of the story of Jeff White, who's just about to join us uh, here on uh, No Man Should Walk Alone. 268 games over his career, but a man who's kept himself pretty fit across the journey, but went through a few health battles that he's going to tell us about now here uh, on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. G'day, Jeff, and thanks for joining us tonight.
5: No worries. Thanks for having
2: me on. Now, Good on you, Whitey. Thanks for coming. And uh, we've got Dr Noel Duncan here, uh, who helped um, the Australian Stroke Foundation with Sisu Wellness, National uh, Stroke Day last Thursday, and I must admit, I I read something about it. So, ha, wh- when did you have the stroke, mate?
5: So um, it happened in August last year. So I was I was uh, always pick up the kids. Um, it was my um, my son's last uh, footy training session for the for the year, and I don't know. I just uh, the, the doctor you got on the show there might uh, might know a bit more about these sort of stories, but I just felt really. I felt really weird. I felt really angry. Um, not that type of person, Danny. And, um, and I just, um, was in the laundry just trying to get the clothes and I couldn't feel my right arm. It was sort of at a horizontal position away from my body and it just felt, felt weird. I couldn't, I couldn't move it. I couldn't control it. Couldn't feel it. Um, and it sort of lasted for about a minute, a minute and a half before I started getting some sensation back in my arm. And um, yeah, I found out a week later had a had a um, had a, a brain scan, all that sort of stuff, and found out a week later from a neurologist that I suffered a stroke. So, today. so it was um yeah, it was um I I don't know how I could have prevented it um, because we ended up finding out that I had a hole in my heart, and that's was the pathway of the clot. But um yeah, look, it was certainly put everything in perspective. You know everything you know that I was. Your life and all that sort of stuff. It, um, it was a pretty, uh, pretty serious time, and um, just thankful that uh, my wife was able to, to act on it, take me straight to the hospital, and started all the checks, check-ups and all that sort of stuff to try and figure out why, why it happened.
2: So, what, what advice would you give all the listeners out there that, you know, when you're in that wash, you know, wash house, to say, look, just go straight to the doctor if you just don't, you know, you feel those symptoms.
5: Yeah. well... Uh, I'm actually now part of the Stroke Foundation Australia, um, and I'm really looking forward to the opportunity of, you know, sort of sharing my story, but also helping others. and And one of the things that they that they do mention is the fast. It's it's about knowing the sort of symptoms that 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 do happen, and and I wasn't aware, but obviously one of them is is your arm um, having no feelings in your arm. So. Look, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that I've taken on board since then is, you know, the hydration and making sure that, um, you know, I just control what I can control. Mm. I think at that time I was just stressing about too many things that I couldn't control. Yep. And that really just was was getting me down, and I think that was part and parcel of why I went through that that period. So, yeah, look, for me, I think it's, um, you know, any advice I could give, I guess, is to always stay hydrated and, uh, you know, and just to just to be active and healthy, and, and just control what you can control in your life, and don't let things get too out of hand that you can't control.
3: No, that's great, uh, Jeff, and um, thanks for coming on to share it, and also the great work you're doing with the Stroke Foundation. Um, I think you know the most, The more we can promote what the Stroke Foundation are doing across the country, um, I think it will benefit everyone. But um, how are you tracking now, and, and what are the a few of the things that you've had to uh, implement in your life, um, you know, post uh, post the the trauma?
5: Um, yeah, I feel good. Um, I suffered a lot of uh, dizzy spells and i, I don 't know whether this is a, a, a um, you know goes in hand in hand with the whole of my heart but i uh prior to having the stroke i was suffering a lot of dizzy spells so when I go from a horizontal position to a vertical position mainly in the morning
0: mm.
5: I would really suffer some i, I had a um, actually my light, latest one was in April last year where I fainted and hit hit a cabin and broke my nose which wasn 't too pleasant my my, uh, my kids are just worried about me hitting their toys and worried about their dad's nose. But, um, but I haven't, since I had this heart surgery, which is in February, I haven't suffered any of those disease um, those spells. So uh, I was, you know, I've spoken to a, a number of neurologists and, and heart surgeons and so on and so forth and said that uh, um, by going through this procedure, I've dramatically decreased the risk of having a stroke, which is a big tick. But uh, one of the things I, that, that I really wanted to, you know, find out um, is if this would um, cure the, the dizzy spells I was having. And so far, so like good touch wood, but I haven't suffered any of those dizzy spells, which has been a real big positive. So, um, yeah, like I said before, I'm, um, you know, just getting back into a bit more activity. I sort of took a month or two just to really relax and uh, make sure that everything was okay with the heart surgeon and, and specialist and stuff like that. And now trying to get back into some uh, daily routines and activities and stuff, stuff like that.
3: No, it's a great story, uh, Jeff. And, you know, I guess one of the things is that, you know, to, for, for people to understand that you can have a stroke and then still, you know, live a fully functional life uh, going forward. And so if we can, you know, do whatever we can to, to try to prevent them, um, you know, everyone will be well-placed. So there's no, no limitations on what you can do with your sporting activities going forward?
5: No. Um, I'm very grateful for that. You know, I, I, haven't suffered, I didn't suffer any... Um, Um, you know problems with my face any any um, slur in my speech or um, you know any side effects from my from my right arm and no feelings and so which I'm very grateful for and I know that it's you know being involved with the Stroke Foundation which has only just recently happened actually but learning more about that and, and just finding out the amount of people that you know are having strokes between the the ages of twenty—I know it's a bit less than that—but the ages mm. of twenty to forty is, yep. is staggering, you know. And um, I'm just really looking forward to hopefully, um, you know, just getting out there and, and supporting those that you know are, are less fortunate than, than than myself, and and really helping them get through, get on with their lives, and as, as as hard as it can be, I know, but just to just to try and move forward.
2: Well, mate, you've been a great role model uh, as a footballer and you know as a coach, but I think. You know, not even you would have thought, you know, a few years ago you'd be um, on the phone to us talking about being ambassador for the Stroke Foundation, but I think it's probably going to be some one of the most positive things that you've ever done, and uh, you need to be congratulated.
5: Yeah, look, it, it, it is, but it's, you know, I've always wanted, I mean, post-footy, I've always wanted to be involved in some sort of charity, and I never really knew what what that would be. You know, I, I, I was involved, a good friend of mine is Adam Scott, so I've been in. Involved the Adam Scott Foundation for a little bit, but that sort of didn't, re- even though it was great to be a part of, it was something that I'd sort of, I guess, put my hand up. But now this has come about and, and it just really hits home. And, and, you know, I can personally relate to it. Um, and it's not only me, it's also family and friends. Um, you know, most, my, my wife, Stace has gone through a lot, um, yeah. my boys as well. Um, I've got three boys. They're just just seeing their father going through that sort of phase. So um, you know, I'm just looking to. It helps me too. It helps me with my recovery. Um, trying to get uh, trying to get over what I've been through, but also just to to help others who are um, who have gone through the same procedure. And I, I just you know, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity with with the Stoke Foundation. I just can't wait to um, you know get involved as much as I can.
2: How is the golf going now, mate? I remember. Many moons ago, trying to convince you to come to the Saints when you're coming back from Fremantle. I think it was yeah. down Centenary uh, Park, Frankston, if my memory serves me oh, correctly. Oh, of course. It
5: was. It was. Good memory. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, yeah, good. I've, I haven't played too much golf, but I actually had a whack last last Thursday and, and uh, I only played nine with my mate. And shot one under, so I was happy oh. with that. So, <laughs> so, um, oh wow! I'm probably, oh. Uh, probably stirring the pot there, but yeah, it's time to go no, now, <laughs> mate. Yeah, I, I do miss my golf. Um, I haven't played as much as I would like to, particularly um, over the last year or so. But uh, that, you know, that's it's one of the things that going through this sort of thing, going through this this trauma and stuff like that. You, you, you sort of sit back and go, okay, what are the things that I want to do? You know, yeah, it's spot on. And I just said, you know what? I want to get back and playing golf. I love my golf. I'm watching it right now, actually. It's Good on you, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm riding.
2: You I'm know. riding a Harley now too, mate. A lot of people, are, <laughs> a lot of people are hanging on me, but I couldn't give a stuff.
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and you know, it to you, bud. Um, I've read about what you've gone through. In yep. This show, uh, mate. congratulations for doing this show because it's great. You know, this you get the awareness out there. And and one of the things with the stroke founders, I found out that three in five people that suffer stroke. Go through some sort of depression, which yeah. is just a staggering stats. So, yep. uh, credit to you, mate, and uh, hopefully, show you know is um, you know really does what it's worth.
2: No, good on you, Whitey. Uh, have a great night, mate, and well done on uh, being ambassador for the Stroke Foundation. For all the listeners out there, get onto the you got the Stroke
1: Foundation website there, Noel.
3: Yes, yeah, uh, strokefoundation.org.au. It's good right. on you, Jeff.
5: No worries, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks,
1: Jeff. Jeff White, All-Australian Ruckman, joining us here on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with some important messaging there. And on that note as well, Spud. We're going to say good evening to Noel. So well done to to Dr. Noel Duncan, uh, the director of Sisu
2: Wellness, uh, conditioning coach. Jack, I probably would have won two flags if I had had a better conditioning coach (laughs) back in the early 2000s than Noel. He weighed me down. Yes, nah, he says very, the same thing good. about you as well. Very, very hey, Noel, thanks good. for thanks being Noel. with us. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks,
1: Noel. We'll thanks, take a break. Still plenty more to come.
0: No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Frawley for Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings.
1: No man should ever walk alone is all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. Emily Brabon and Rob Code to join us before we finish up the hour. But, Spud, tell us a little bit about something that you got up to last week, an initiative that you got involved in. Yeah,
2: I was at a little place called Wool- Woolert, I think, uh, out there near Craigieburn. Yep. Um, the new suburb, I think is going to be called uh, Rathdown, or the little the village down there. Anyway, there's a company called Winslow Construction. Uh, they called me up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, their, their media agency uh, called me up and said, we want to go out and give a bit of a health on mental health, a bit of a talk. And I said, yeah, only And they sent me a photo of this. I think it's a big Kato, something like that, big a big uh, digger. And they've painted it blue, um, the same colour as the Beyond Blue um, bangles that, that one of them I'm wearing now. And it's a great initiative. And what they've been able to do is it starts the conversation. So yeah. it's going to go all around probably Victoria or Australia. I'm not sure where it's going, but it just it stands out. And and one of the things, Jack, in, in construction, you talk about mental health, uh, construction workers are twice as susceptible to get mental health. I know you've
1: got some stats there. We might introduce the the guy that was behind this as well. 190 Australians, Spud, who work in the construction industry take their own lives. That means one person dies by suicide every second day. Now, to tell us... More about the initiative, the Executive General Manager of Winslow, Rowan Davidson, has been good enough to jump on the line tonight. Hello Rowan, thanks for your time.
6: Yeah, g'day James, how are you going?
1: Going well Rowan, it was a fantastic day uh, last Tuesday,
2: um, tell us a little bit about how the initiative come about.
6: Yeah, look, the, the initiative come about, we had um, a bit of a management sort of think tank session, you know, we're seeing we are seeing a lot of issues out there in, in the industry, well, in society in general, and just thought we've got to do something about it and how, how, how can we best sort of bring it to the floor that, uh, you know, get people talking about it. And uh, we're in a fortunate position where we've got quite a large fleet and we're able to, um, you know, do something pretty radical and paint a, paint an excavator blue, I suppose. So
2: It's called Big yeah. Blue, isn't it?
6: called Big Blue, yeah. So it's a 36-tonne Hitachi machine, so, yeah.
2: And it's fantastic. And I suppose I, I was out there last week. I was talking about the farmers. They're they're fairly susceptible as well, Jack. Yeah. And Rowan, Rowan obviously knows that. And it's a bit like the construction workers. What you got to understand there, they're isolated in these great machines, Rowan. But they they don't get to talk to too many people at times, do they?
5: Yeah.
6: Look, they spend uh, most of the day in the machine itself. You know, a fair few of our guys and. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a fair bit of communication through the radios and all that sort of stuff. But you're right; it's a, you know, probably a time when doing a lot of deep thinking and all that sort of stuff. So they're quite isolated, I'd say. Yeah.
1: From uh, I guess, Rowan, from a, a business perspective, and in your position as the executive general manager, did it did it just come to a point in many ways where it was touching the business so deeply, where you just you felt motivated to really do something about it?
6: Yeah. Look, we, we we've we've been working with. Um, yeah, the mental health issues for a while so you know we've got a we've got a sort of a drake work-wise line so people can call if they if they or themselves or their family is feeling uh you know depressed you know they can call that line we've got um you know we train our managers in mental health awareness mm. um you know we got um first aid qualified sort of mental health uh, training on our on our HSE coordinators so we're doing a fair bit but it just didn't seem enough you know we um we really needed to sort of get the conversation going. A lot of a lot of people just won't, uh, you know. You can see the signs, but then broaching the issues, you know, how, how do you get someone to physically uh, make that step to sort of discuss and talk about it? So, you know, with the with the excavator, what we're hoping is um, people are able to actually, you know, see it. Why is it blue? Have our guys sort of advocates for it, you know, communicate on it, and and just just really get some get some traction on it because you know we find that when when uh, when our people talk about it generally you know they move on they they, mm. they, yep. they they're able to get it off their chest and move on yeah so it, it, you've got to get get a conversation going
2: and pretty pretty important to go and see your gp too if you're if you're listening out there and, yep. and you're struggling and obviously beyond blue lifeline all those numbers but I think it was fantastic last week and it's it's just a great initiative i I've got no doubt you've uh, your initiative is going to be taken up by a lot more companies around australia and even around the world because i think it's a it's a great thing for for a tough sort of stoic traditionally Industry, construction yeah. war workers to be able to put their hand up and say to their mate look i'm battling a bit here at the moment can you help me i think uh, well done rowan and uh, we can get on the uh, the twitter the twitter page and obviously winslow construction website to to have a look at all the photos um Jack, it's a, it's a great I've initiative. I've seen the photos.
1: They look fantastic. Rowan, thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, we really appreciate the, the work that you've done and sharing your story with us. Thanks a lot.
6: No, great. Thanks, James. Thank Rowan Davidson,
1: up. Winslow Executive General Manager. And, of course, if you, uh, ex- you're experiencing difficulties or you want to have a chat to someone, speak to the experts on 13 11 14. That number at once again, thirteen 11 14. 11 14. We're going to take a break. You're We're going to come back excited. and wrap it up after this. Rob Code's going to give us a weekly fitness yeah, tip. Yep. And Emily Braybon's going to tell us what we should be eating and That's how right. we should be eating it. Yep, That's coming up next. Looking forward to it, Jack. On No Man Should Ever Walk Alone, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings.
0: No man should ever walk alone, with Danny Frawley for Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings.
1: No man should ever walk alone. Is brought to you by Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings. Uh, Spud, we've learnt a lot tonight, but we have still got a fair bit more learning to do in the next ten minutes, don't we?
2: No, we certainly do, Jack. We've uh, we've we focused on uh, strokes and high blood pressure, hypertension, and the dietary uh, requirements. And I was a bit surprised with the salt because I eat a hell of a lot of salt coming from the bush and yes. put them on the meat. So, good evening, Emily Braveron. She'll talk to us all about the uh, the healthy foods we should eat. Emily, how are you going?
7: I'm good. How are you, boys?
1: Hello, Em. Uh, now, what should we be doing? The theme tonight has been hypertension, high blood pressure, etc., etc. Lead us in the in the direction of the absolute no-no's, if you can, please.
7: Oh, well, you, hit it on the, you hit the nail on the head before. There's sodium and salt in everything. So you've just got to basically eat fresher foods and try and avoid, avoid all those processed ones.
2: So, with the processed foods, Em, um, do you look on the back of the tin? Should they all have the the sodium content, is that is that what you look for?
7: I do, yeah. You want to look at the sodium content. Um, and just by eating fresher foods, you're going to lower that immediately.
2: Okay. So obviously the processed foods, they is it right? It, to be processed, you've got to put salt
1: in them. to Is that Absolutely, to
7: preserve them? Exactly. That's okay. what it keeps it on the shelf for a long time.
1: Uh, fair enough. The other question with that too, in terms of how we actually cook our foods and our meats mm. and all that sort of stuff and oils that are used and a lot of that's cha- and a lot of the thinking and a lot of the uh, the products available have changed as well, haven't they, Em?
7: They have a lot. I don't think there's as much of a need for you know salt and pepper like you know or I can say back in the old days because I'm in my forties, but <laughs> back in the old days when there's so many fresh herbs and different flavours that you can use, and different cooking methods that you don't actually have to grease up the pan to get the flavour out of the meats or the or the vegetables or whatever it is that you're cooking.
2: So obviously. Um with the with the high blood pressure it's very very similar to to most obviously balanced diets diet and obviously the salt is the big one is that is that obviously the big one
7: it is the big one but there's lots of things you can do to make sure that you're not you know getting too much like i said you just want to follow um a sort of a eating plan that's rich in fruits and vegetables whole grains fish you know, nuts, low-fat dairy, that kind of stuff. So basically, the more potassium you eat, the more it's easier to um, get rid of the excess sodium through your urine. M,
1: as always, helpful, handy well done, tips. Straight to the point and giving us everything that we need to know. Thanks for joining us and look forward to k- chatting to you next week.
7: Glad to help, boys. Bye. Good on you,
1: Emily. Emily Brave on joining us. So that's the, the dietary side yeah. of things, Spud. Yeah. That should be very helpful for everyone in terms of how we approach what yeah. we eat. Now we've got uh, the fitness
2: guru to the stars, uh, Robbie Code. And good evening, Rob. Are you there, mate? Yeah, I
4: am.
2: Oh, sorry, yeah. mate. Uh, when I said good evening, uh, Jack here forgot to press the button. So um, <laughs> uh, it's all good. We're talking about hypertension and high blood pressure. And I suppose it goes hand in hand with um, getting fit and going to your GP and what we talked about last week. So if that, if that's the same, what, what sort of something that – you know, the, the, the guy walking out there or going for a run or a ride, they get a bit yep. stale. So how, how can we sort of break it up a little bit? Is it as simple as just trying something different?
4: Totally, exactly right. So just keep the variety up. Just try anything that maybe some sort of interest to you. So it could be hiking, which is, uh, is absolutely perfect. You know, it's, just, it's a low impact. Um, or if you want to do a little bit more strenuous, go into a jog or run or short sprinting. Swimming is probably one of the best ones for, especially if you're starting to get a little bit older and the joints are a yep. bit, bit sore. So um, swimming is the perfect one. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's a range of different exercises obviously you can do out there. But, yeah, you definitely want to get your heart rate up and also strength training as well. And a combination of both is what's going to try to get you lean. And, yep. and that's, that, that is the key. And as Emily's touched on, the nutrition side of it, it goes hand-in-hand hand with the exercise. And you're better off trying to prevent it. And the scary thing is sometimes it's um, it's too late. You know, it catches up with us. And if we don't get that check, you know, two or three times a year and um, just to make sure that everything's sweet and everything's good. And, you know, if it is an issue, it's something you can do about it. And it's obviously go back to the nutrition and clean that up and, and have the regular exercise. Just, you know, you don't have to train every single day, but just a little bit, just a little bit and keep keep moving is the key.
2: Yeah, well, we, we had Dr Noel Duncan in earlier, and I must admit, I was quite surprised. He said the two main factors for hypertension slash high blood pressure was obviously um, your weight and getting your blood pressure checked three times a year. And I must admit, I, I haven't had mine done for yeah. probably 18 months, so that's something yeah. that I'm going to put front of mind over the next couple of weeks, Rob.
4: Oh, definitely. Yeah, not, anyone listening, get, get out there and get it get it done. If you haven't done it for yeah eighteen months, it's, that's a little bit too long. To be honest, in the, probably in the last three years I've only done it once, and it was only um, about four or five weeks ago was the last time I done it. So, uh, mine was all good, but uh, I do drink a bit of coffee. Don't drink the alcohol, which is which is good. So,
2: so does coffee have anything to do with your blood pressure?
4: Um, yeah, that can that can also cause. A bit of blood pressure as well, and um, alcohol. Saying that, saying that, what I did pick up, I, I actually um, got on the Google box early today, and I was reading a little bit of stuff about uh, high blood pressure, and apparently red wine is is good, a little mm. bit, a little bit of red wine. Yeah, a glass I didn't, of red. Yeah glass of red apparently helped.
2: No, well, that's good. I'm happy with that. Because... A glass of red. But I was hoping if you could stack it up and I'd have one for <laughs> seven days, you could add seven on the seventh day, Rob, but that's not the case, is it?
4: Yeah, no. no. <laughs> uh, so uh, what's
2: everything, everything in moderation.
4: Everything in moderation.
2: And how's life going in your neck of the woods, mate? Are you busy?
4: Yeah, very busy at the moment. Yeah, there's always something, something happening at this end. And um, yeah, all the boot camps are i quite busy, even though it's coming to the cooler months. So it's good to see the numbers are still up. But, uh, yeah, the real guys, we'll the test them in, say, June and July, yeah. colder months, because it's all outdoor fitness. So we uh, we do and we do get a bit quieter. But, yeah, May, May's been good.
1: Rob, so, as yeah. always, we're uh, very appreciative for your time. Morning, Travelfit360.com.au for more information. We'll chat to you again soon. No worries, guys. Take care. All the best. Thanks, Rob, Robbie. Rob Code, our uh, personal trainer to the stars, joining us on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone.
2: Well, it's been a... Uh, look, we've got a couple of minutes to go, Jackie Boy, but I think the fact that, um, you know, it's amazing when you keep talking about things and it's just common sense in the end. And, yeah, it and is. getting the conversation actually starting. And I think that's always the hardest part, starting. Once you get into the vogue and you get a week in, you think, God, how, how good's... It, you know, my, my border collie now wakes me up I can tell about five to six, he starts scratching at the door and he's nearly got... He's the ready, lead, to go. yeah. ready to go. He's ready to go. And I'll tell you what, the, the next 30 minutes, he's as happy as Larry. And he puts a smile on my face and initially you think, geez, do I nearly really want to get out of bed? It's nice and warm in here. But after you do it, go yeah. down and have a coffee and he sits there, comes back and we both have a bit of breakfast and it's a great start to the day. So the, the key to anything with all this, whether it's mental health, physical health, go and see your doctor you just got to get on the front foot because the old adage is we spend 1500 bucks a year on our car and unfortunately, when something goes wrong with us, sometimes it's too late. So you've really got to get on the front foot. And you only get one crack at it. You do. Some people do get two, like Jeff White, which is outstanding yeah. tonight. That was a great interview, I thought, with, with Jeff. The fact that uh, a young man in his, in his prime,
1: having a stroke, just uh, putting the washing on was uh, quite scary. It's always, thanks to our great mates at Chemist Warehouse, Spud. It's Mayhem at Chemist Warehouse, and with all big brand vitamins and cosmetics at half price, this show would not be possible without them, so we appreciate their support.
2: No, Mario and the boys do an outstanding job. And, and just on the blood pressure, every Chemist Warehouse, you can go in there right now and get your blood pressure done.
1: Just go in. They are all over Australia. Is that music now says it's nearly over? Yeah, that means okay. you're done. Good on you, Jackie. Know, boy. Honestly, Great show. Well done, mate. Spot will be back next week with No Man Should Ever Walk Alone, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of real brands and real savings.